Hey, welcome to Holistic Marketing. This is where we bridge psychology, spirituality, and marketing to create more clients. I'm Martina Thomason, and I teach you how to do organic marketing that is in alignment with your personal values and feels good to your soul. If you don't want to run ads or learn all the technical aspects around marketing, but still want to attract and convert clients, listen on. Hey coaches, today I am super excited to be introducing to you the amazing Lene Fredriksen. She has been coaching with me for six months and she is an artist who paints the most gorgeous oil paintings. She is also a, an art mentor and a coach, a creative coach. And she has been on this path of being an artist since 2011. And she is all about the expressing herself and what she loves through the visual language. And she is an absolute wizard at it. So, and I also just want to say that this is a super laid back conversation and we have someone renovating just downstairs. So there's some banging. <laughs> and weird sounds in the background. I also got my dog snoring in the background. So bear with us. <laughs> Life happens. The most important thing is that you get to hear about the amazing journey that Lena has had over the past 11 years as an artist, but also the past six months through coaching and what she has achieved with her business and her marketing through working with me and, and my coaching and getting her amazing advice as to what you can do in your business. So without further ado, let's jump into it, shall we? All right, so I am here with the amazing Lena Fredriksen, who is an artist. She paints gorgeous paintings uh, with oils. And it's so funny because it turns out we have quite a lot in common. We both have lived in Australia. I used to date an Aussie bloke for like six years. She's married to one. Now I moved to Norway and we would just love to share with you our journey and how Leanna perceived, you know, her journey with a coach and through her painting and her own achievements and how she's developed along the journey. So welcome so much, Liana. It's so nice to have you. Thank you, Martina. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about, you know, what you do, who you are, your journey to becoming an artist and uh, yeah, just what you do now. Yeah. Okay. So I'm an artist and an art coach. And I also work as a research assistant. So I'm a biologist and I work at this aquatic research facility here in Oslo. Um, so I'm sort of a half and half artist and research assistant. I have two kids. One of them is just, just turned one. Uh, so I just got back to work really officially this week after my <coughs> uh, maternity leave. Yeah, but you've yeah. been you've been at it, um, you know, with the art for I think eleven years, was it? Yeah, yeah. So I got into oil painting in twenty eleven while I was living in Australia. I was I loved drawing as a kid, but somehow I just kind of forgot to do it during my um, teens. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I just found back to it while I was in Australia and got totally hooked. So I've been doing it ever since. 
and just been growing from there yeah it's so amazing to see your journey on your instagram account as well like how you started out with this level and how you're now really uh, sort of solidified into your own unique expression and it's just such gorgeous thank paintings <laughs> thank you very much i appreciate that yeah so you first found me because you were referred by my um, ex-colleague and uh, your good friend yeah. and um, it was I just yes. remember it was so funny because I always give my clients a free consultation up front just to see uh, what they want help with and how I can specifically help them and then we'll get into um, if it's a potential yay or nay for working together and I would just remember you saying that you know yeah. I didn't even need the consultation because I was a yes from the beginning can you tell us a little bit about why <laughs> yeah no I was so ready um I because a few up until a few years prior to that I had so much confidence in that I would make it as an artist and then I was kind of lost in um my circumstance like I was fighting the circumstances and um so I just had a a premature baby and he would not sleep much at all other than just on me as uh, so I felt really trapped and uh, my mother had just died and it was just all yeah throw the pandemic in there as well it was I just felt less like I was losing my power to make this thing happen for me and I knew it was a mindset thing I just I couldn't quite grasp what was happening why I kept losing my belief in it and yeah I, was, I remember being nervous before our consultation because I just I was afraid that you would say it wasn't a fit and I knew it was a fit <laughs> I'd been listening to your podcast for the last uh, previous two days and I was just obsessed awesome. so yeah that worked out <laughs> beautiful and just a little side note to the listeners here like I know there's a lot of coaches that are listening as well and you know we don't know what's happening behind the scenes we always try to control you know post this post and if we don't get an instant you know uh conversion then something must be wrong but we never know what's what's happening if someone's like indulging in your content and and you know being in the process of convincing themselves that yeah. this is the right thing to do so that's amazing and so yeah so so we've been coaching for six months now and what would you say are the biggest takeaways from that coaching so I uh, something that you helped me with early on uh, I discovered the value of uh creating what excited me like to look for answers within me in what to do and how to do it and when I'm genuinely excited about what I'm doing then that feeling is contagious for whoever's consuming what I share so it kind of allowed me to just keep dialing in and painting what I want to paint because I know a lot of artists struggle with this and like we get a lot of advice on what sells and kind of looking for answers and what the audience want. And that can really disturb the growing into your artist self, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, being an artist um, is such a kind of limiting yourself. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because when you're an artist, trying to fit yourself into a box that already exists. Yes, yes, exactly. And and it's such an expressive um, path as well. And, you know, expression, like self-expression comes through, you know, comes from within and comes outwards. Like it's an explosion rather than implosion. So when we try to fit ourselves into a, a box, then then not being inspired is going to turn into not wanting to actually create and when you don't create you don't develop and you don't create art (laughs) it's just this negative spiral exactly exactly it's just yeah yeah, it's it's the recipe for eventually quitting yeah totally yeah you asked me about the biggest takeaway yeah and takeaways Mm -hmm. so that was one of those um but I think the biggest thing was um, realizing how much I was holding myself back with perfectionism mm. um, in different flavors. Yep. <laughs> and I also, I didn't believe in the value of art before working with you, which just, it was seeping through everything I did um, mm. in terms of marketing, particularly. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think those are the biggest yeah, and, and these takeaways. Totally, yeah. that's that's amazing, and and we we did work a, a bit on that because I think that's a, a huge thing for a lot of artists as well. You know, um, the worth of their art and and what people get out of it. Because um, as artists ourselves, I mean, I'm saying ourselves because I I used to paint a little bit as well. We get so much joy from it, so it's almost hard to to understand that others can get joy from it as well just by consuming it and watching it you know it's almost like can it really be that good can I be that happy working and others can actually (laughs) want this really (laughs) and you know you're so much in that bubble that it's you're so far into it that it's hard to try and look at it from someone's perspective who's not in that bubble yeah and so you said that you were uh, really quite stuck on perfectionism and not really believing in the value of your offer uh, or, or, you know, the painting in this circumstance and yeah. not really having the, the confidence of, of actually making it that, that you used to have. It kind of had faded a little bit with the circumstances that you were experiencing. So how do you feel about all of that now? Like, where are you at? Oh, I'm I'm so relieved. Yeah, I feel relieved and creatively fulfilled because I've been able to let that go and I've understood what it's what it's been about and why I was spinning in circles. Yeah. Um and it's uh, yeah, it's just really opened up for me and like I really wanted to create videos um yeah. be, before and but I needed I wanted it to be perfect and I you know I see all these high quality videos on YouTube and I really thought that the only way to to get people's attention these days was to have it amazing I think also this is where not believing in the value in the message and the art made me compensate with wanting the packaging to be amazing yeah. Um, so I wanted, uh, I wanted it to be edited to music. I wanted to blend in animation, like a good blend between 
process in the studio, PowerPoint presentations. I wanted it to be interactive. Like I had this uh, blog idea of a scrapbook that was interactive so you could click through the pages and it would animate the page flip. And I wanted animations to run across the page explaining <laughs> things. Uh, I even envisioned a hologram at one point. Oh my um, God. <laughs> Well, your creativity is there. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a lack of ideas. Yeah, and, that, and so I I thought that was the only way to keep people's attention these days. And like I said, I I felt that I think I was compensating with not believing in the value of what I wanted to communicate. Yeah. Um, so so it's almost like yeah. you try to make the gift wrapping super pretty and shiny and sparkly instead of mm. you know working on what was actually inside of, of the gift wrapping yeah and I didn't make it like I I tried a couple of videos but it took me a whole month to make it so mm. I didn't and mm. that was I really wanted to have this creative outlet of videography that I didn't have the time to do do it to the level I wanted it Yeah, and, and just for the listeners um, as well, yeah. that, you know, uh, Leanna already has a daughter and now she has a, a young toddler. And um, as she said, it was a few complications just with some some health things that kept her awake. And she's got, you know, like circumstantially, she had a lot going on. She was even, you know, having her baby on her lap while we were talking. And so one of the things, main things that we talked about in the beginning was how to create a strategy that would both get her beautiful art out there in a way that creatively fulfilled her and felt good to her but also didn't take so much time because I think that that was a, a major thing that you thought that in order to get a good video out there that people are going to like it's going to take uh, I think you said 70% of the time was going to go to marketing and the remaining was mm -hmm. going to you know, painting and, and other things. <laughs> But what would you say the, the ratio is now after we worked on your marketing strategy for your strengths? I'll say it's about 50-50 at the moment. But I think my circumstance up until now still made it a little bit hard to paint. So that will change now because yeah. now I have uh, a bit more time. From now on, I'll have more time every week that is dedicated to painting. But it's much, much easier for me to prioritize painting. Yeah, that's one of the things that's happened with having so little time mm. and working with you. It's, it's really decluttered my business. Uh, and I've been able to just pinpoint the most essential things. And I, I used to down prioritize painting. Is that a word? Down prioritize yeah like and, and that was what you loved you know like that that's why when yeah yeah that's, the first that's, place that's at the heart of it yeah yes. yes so there's actually quite a few people that you know have objections around time uh you know working with a coach is going to take so much time I don't have time for it whereas mm -hmm. you're just saying that uh it actually made you spend it almost like made your business leaner so that you got more time for your business. Yeah, it's, um, it was exactly, I mean, it does resonate a lot with those thoughts of having, uh, like I had those same thoughts when I was considering working with you 
that I have a baby I won't be able to do it yet can we work together in a few in half a year or so yeah um but then we ended up starting right away and it's because I had so little time it was the perfect time because we had to decide on the most essential things and and now that things are opening up time is opening up for me again yeah I can kind of extrapolate what I learned in the little time windows like if you start with a lot of time it's kind of hard to focus on the most essential things because you just you have more time so you can do more stuff but yeah because, but, but the funny part is yeah. that a lot of the time we end up procrastinating if we don't have the right mindset and and tools to get ourselves back yeah. into it and uh you know knowing how to manage our time well so that's what we see you know the the saying if you want something done give it to the most busy person so so that's pretty funny um so i also want to touch yeah. on your own pr practice a little bit as well because you also offer coaching and you saw some amazing breakthroughs with your clients as well so do you want to tell us a little bit about what um or how coaching helped artists that that you supported then it all started with uh completely avoiding the studio and overwhelmed by self-criticism and yeah just been close to giving up giving up and gone to loving what they do and yeah on the right path to finding themselves as artists and have joined the studio again yeah what I see for a lot and for me as well is you know we as people we as humans we have this urge to achieve and grow skills and yes for self urge for self-expression and um, it's something that uh, that's evolved so to grow and thrive as as a population and what we often do is to you like when we achieve as we achieve skills we attach success to self-love and self-esteem yeah totally we we use external circumstances to sort of try and prove things for ourselves so that we're good enough or so that you know we will be accepted or that we're legit yeah and it's often like it it's it comes usually from childhood something that we're trying to prove or totally. uh, make up for like previous judgment for example yeah because yeah so yeah that, that's it's it's really that's when you kind of get in the wrong lane for when you're motivated by the wrong thing to achieve skills you want to get to a place where you chase those skills the technical skills in order to express what you want to express and not chase skills in order to be worthy feel worthy yeah it's almost like in, internal motivation versus external motivation exactly you know? yeah, you're um, yeah 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 you're trying to create results that will change some sort of circumstance like if I just get to this level then then they'll take me seriously for example. exactly yeah um, and that that is never going to be a positive experience for anyone <laughs> no no it's not and that's that's exactly how you get your self-criticism fired up mm -hmm. yeah because <laughs> uh, totally. you know when you, you want to criticize yourself you that's just your fear in disguise really Yeah. And, and it's you can't get to the flow state if you're if your head is all in that mental chatter 
yeah, when you focus on on the process and kind of just allow allow the painting to fail, exactly. just let go of trying to control that result, just be in the process. That's when you get to the flow state, which is when you're having more fun, you grow skills faster, you you get better results. And I just, I think that's where all the magic happens. That's when you, if you can show that in your studio to others, that's when you inspire others as well. That's what people get hooked on when they're, when they're looking at your process. Yeah, totally. And that's what, you know, this reflects both on artists, but also on, you know, all other professions and all other areas in life as well. We're almost like conditioned to think that, if we're going to achieve something that means something for us, that that something is important for us, then it has to be hard and we have to fight for it. And that subconscious mm. belief sort of really can put us in a, a hard place. And the thing is that neuroscience has, has actually proven that when we're in a negative mindset, we're more in fear base. And, yeah. and when we do that, we actually close off certain areas of our brain uh, one of them is the creative uh, areas, like what what is okay. most associated to creativity. So it's definitely really important for art and that sort of stuff as well. Um, but also other all other areas, you know, like having uh, content ideas, brainstorming, helping clients, mm. you know, like yeah. opening up, expanding. That's not like it's a physical and chemical <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sort of limit to your brain when you're all, always in the negative so we want to be playing we want to have fun yeah. we want to uh, loosen up and and not take everything so seriously and and not taking it seriously doesn't mean that we're real about it that we're really you know doing our best and and um, creating amazing results because I think that a lot of people think that it's one or the other like either you're just wishy-washy and having fun mm. and playing uh, but you have to be serious and do it properly and perfectionistic and all that sort of stuff. But if you can just like allow yourself, you'd be surprised. <laughs> like you'll have so much better results and you'll feel better. Yeah, exactly. So you were talking about <laughs> just mentioning control. And I think that, that um, I, I really want to tailor that into, you know, marketing as well, because I remember that uh, at one stage, we were looking at your uh, Instagram feed and you were, you know, saying that you weren't yeah. uh, completely happy with it and you were trying to sort of control it a little bit. But then once you let go and just like posted everything that you did, like documenting rather than, uh, you know, really almost like white knuckling your way to putting it nicely out there, then you ended up loving your feed even more. So can you tell us a little bit about how your um, marketing yeah. was affected by letting go and just, um, you know, implementing the things that you were learning through the coaching. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to then say where I was before with that. Mm. Um, I used to be um, hoarding my content and, mm. and yeah. had this idea that it had to be perfect sales funnels. Everything had to be matched up. So like in my video, I was referring to my website, for example, and and I felt that I had to then have a post that was corresponding with the video. And it just, everything had to be matched up. And uh, I didn't post for a whole year because I thought I the only way to stay consistent was to have everything planned out beforehand. But it just didn't 
did not work. Yeah. Uh, and I completely outgrew my content before I shared it. So <laughs> what I wrote and my discoveries and that, I, I had moved on from that. I wasn't even excited about it anymore. So yeah. it just, yeah, like you you mentioned uh, Content Graveyard once. Yes. I love that. <laughs> you know, like I said, I thought it was the only way to stay consistent. But uh, to be consistent, I have to, first of all, believe in the value of what I do and make it more authentic like just posting it as I'm discovering it you know it's great with um, the principle of storytelling in marketing because it's Mm. really powerful to actually just take people along with you on your journey on your development and yes there's going to be content that you cringe over like it's almost like it's a rite of passage to have cringe-worthy content from, you know, a month ago or, or five months ago or five years ago. Like, it's actually something that you just have to accept. And that's something that I've had to work on as well. It's just like yeah. loving and accepting where we were. And I'm sure you can relate that to your art as well, that, you know, we're like, oh, my God, like, what what did I do back then, you know? And it's just a really beautiful yeah. of developing, you know? It's actually a badge of honour to, to look at what you now create yeah. versus what you did create before. And we're always going to develop. So there is no destination there's no magical place in the future where you can share everything and it's always going to stay that way like it's we're always developing so our our content is always going to grow with that and the other thing is that perfect doesn't really resonate with people because no one is perfect so just opening up to being vulnerable and transparent and that's what people connect with Absolutely. Yeah. Because we're, if we're too far ahead and we're not human, then it's like, well, they're so much better than me. So I could never do that. And, and we don't want that. We want to show them, you know, that we do fall, we do trip over, we are humans, we do write things wrong or mm. say stupid things or get lost for words. It's just like, we're humans with a human brain, no matter what profession we have, we're all going to stumble and it's okay. Are you joining? Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and the value in the message isn't going to go away just because it's not packed and packaged in a perfect way yeah you know what's perfect for you might be exactly yeah. you know not totally optimal for someone else so yeah let's just throw it out there and and you know it's if we try to aim for perfect it's just going to end up in the content graveyard anyway so we might as well put it out there yeah no it's it's not serving it's not serving any of us not us as the creator or not the person the receiver yeah because they're not getting your content (laughs) totally so um if you had a certain price for your paintings that you would love to charge when we first started out working together and you blew straight past mm. that quite recently with, you know, some portraits that you did. So <laughs> would you like to tell us about that? Yeah, I think my mind was just in that coming from looking at what I was getting and not what the client was getting. Yeah. And, of course, I didn't believe in the value of art. So that wasn't even, I was just seeing what I was getting, not not how the painting would impact the clients or the viewers 
uh, life in a positive way. So I just feel like, like we, I said before that if I'm excited about what I'm creating, that excitement comes through and is contagious. And I feel like art is one that's right for the person viewing it. It just speaks to them in, in a way that it reminds them of somebody who someone they are. They see something of themselves in it mm-hmm. and it just gives somehow gives them the freedom of being themselves and chasing their dreams. And I feel like it has direct access to people's feelings. Yeah, inspire the actions that are right for them in their lives. Yeah, so someone reached out seemingly out of the blue and you got, uh, you know, someone wanting you to to paint something. You uh, adjusted your prices after what felt good for your upgraded mindset and they were happy about it and you were happy about it and everybody won. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So is there anything else that you would like to add to the conversation before we move on to the rapid fire questions? I just want to say thank you for, for these past six months. It's been uh, I, I, it's been priceless. I don't even have words for how much it's done for me. It's really given me the, the power back to um, creating the life I want. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, I am so excited to continue to uh, watch you and see all the beautiful things that you are up to. So let's get into the uh, super quick uh, questions. So number one, what is your favorite quote? Inspiration exists, but it has to find you working. Pablo Picasso. Beautiful. Love it. And it's so true for Mm. anything. It's like when you write content or whatever it is, like you get this other idea. It's like when you're working and taking actions, you're like creating new hooks for a new inspiration to get, you know, attached onto. Okay, question number two. What's been the most impactful book for you specifically in your journey to build your own business? And it doesn't have to be a business book. It can be anything. It's just for you specifically. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of coaching, it's the Self-Coaching 101, 101 uh, by Brooke Costello. And in terms of my art, it's How to Sell Your Art Online by Corey Huff. Awesome. Okay, number three, what is one thing that people can do right now to get closer to having the business that they do dream of? Don't think that you have to have it all figured out before you start because it's just not, it's, it's an exploration, finding yourself in your most authentic business. It's, a, it's an exploration. It's not a destination. Allow your message to be a bit rusty and and then you'll just, you'll figure it out as you go. And the packaging can develop naturally. Awesome. Okay, the final question. What would you like to say to someone who is considering hiring a coach right now? I would say whatever it is that you expect to get from it, you'll get back tenfold. And <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just, it's so empowering. feels like you... Yeah, it just gives you back the power to yeah. design your own life. And, and the positive uh, mindset that you get in your business is just going to seep through in every aspect of your life. It's going to come through in your relationship to yourself and your, your, your relationship to your family. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just, I think everyone should have 
a coach. <laughs> yeah, same. I think the world would be a better place and we would have a lot more happy humans who were Absolutely. living their dreams. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so if people yeah. want to buy your gorgeous art or hire you as a art coach or mentor, where can they find you? Uh, so my website is lenefredriksen.com. Mm-hmm. That's L-E-N-E, Fredriksen, with a K. Or you can find me on Instagram at Lena underscore artist. Yeah, you can find my coaching service and uh, my, my art at my website. Yeah. Or you can just DM me at my Instagram. Beautiful. Okay. And I'll, I'll list all of this in the um, episode notes as well. So you can find it or show yep. notes. Um, yeah, you can just find, find it all there if you want as well. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So if you love this episode and, uh, you know, or know some artists or know someone that would greatly benefit from hearing what we've been talking about today, you know, we would love for you to share this podcast in an Instagram story and tag us or for you to just share the episode directly just share the love and yeah thank you so much Lena for being here it was such a pleasure and I am no it was a pleasure thank you yeah looking forward to seeing what you're up to in the future as well bye thank you Martina bye If you enjoyed this episode, pay it forward by sharing it in an Instagram story and tag me at Martina Thomason Coaching. If you want tips on how to create amazing content every week, make sure to sign up for my newsletter and get my free guide, 10 Holistic Marketing Hacks to Sign More Clients. It will transform the quality and quantity of your marketing from here on out. You'll find the link in the podcast description box in the show notes and in my Instagram bio. So make sure to grab that right now. I'll speak to you next week.